This is Live On Purpose Radio, episode 496, The Surprising Power of Detaching from the Outcomes. Now is the only time to create and live the life you love. I'm Dr. Paul Jenkins, the positivity psychologist. My job is to connect you to powerful positive psychology principles that immediately upgrade your relationships, business, and mental health. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live On Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live On Purpose Radio. What I have to share with you today is a paradox. It's surprising to a lot of folks to realize the best way to get the best outcomes is to detach from the outcomes. And I'm going to start with a story of my son when he came home from doing volunteer service missionary work for our church. He had been gone for a couple of years. And he, during that time, now this is when he was a young adult, so age 19 to about 21. uh, And he had spent two years in this volunteer missionary service, during which he didn't have a job. He didn't have an income. It was all self-funded. So he didn't have a credit report. He was kind of a ghost in the credit system, but he came home from this experience and he really wanted a vehicle, a car, go figure. Young adult wants something to drive around in. So I went with him uh, to look at some cars and we found this old beater car that he drove for years, actually, after we purchased it, $3,000. Okay, so we go down to the credit union where I've been banking since 1984, and we sit down with a loan officer. We just need three grand for him to buy this little used car. Well, she pulls up his information. She looks through all of the data. She gets this dark look on her face as she looks at my son and says, I'm sorry, you don't qualify for this loan. Big surprise, right? Not. We knew that he didn't qualify for the loan. He didn't have any kind of credit rating or history or even employment at the time. He was just barely getting back in the saddle. And so I throw my hat in the ring and I'm like, how about if I co-sign on that loan? Let's try that. And so she enters my information. She gets an even darker look on her face as she looks at me and says, sir, that makes it worse. Now, I wasn't surprised. I was kind of playing with her mind a little bit. I'm a shrink. That's what I do. I knew that two years earlier, I had been through a bankruptcy. I had this big black eye on my credit report. I didn't qualify for five cents, let alone three grand. I knew this. She didn't know that. And so I gave her a third option. I reach into my jacket pocket. And I pull out $3,000, put it on the table and slide it right over next to her. How about if I lend you the money to lend my son and then you let me co-sign on the note? See, I wanted to rebuild my credit at at that time. I wanted to help my son. Now, I could have just given him the money, but I wanted 
to get into the system again and start rebuilding that uh, credit rating. So I had my reasons for doing that. But what I really discovered in the process is that you can get the loan as soon as you prove you don't need the money. You think about it. This is how banks work. If you really desperately need the money, you're a high risk and they won't lend you any money. If you really don't need the money, they're happy to lend it to you all day long, especially if you provide it yourself. That's called a secured loan. Now, interesting, right? This got me thinking about detaching from the outcomes. One of the things that I teach consistently in the positivity model that we teach, and by the way, if you don't have a visual copy of the model that I'm referring to, I'll give you one. Just go to liveonpurposeradio.com, the name of our podcast, liveonpurposeradio.com forward slash the model, all one word, and I'll give you a nice color PDF copy of the model that I'm referring to when I'm teaching positivity. And the core of that model is choice. It is what it is. And, And I always start there because what we are experiencing is the circumstances in our life. It just is what it is. It could always be better. It could always be worse. When we engage in evaluation and creation, now these are the two mental processes that are described in the model. So go grab the model and you'll see what I'm talking about. Liveonpurposeradio.com forward slash the model. And when you look at that visual, you're going to see on the bottom is the evaluation part. On the top is the creation. These are two processes that our mind is constantly doing. You can't turn it off. It's just like gravity. You never get up and wonder if gravity's on because it is. And these are too. You're constantly evaluating. You're constantly creating. What it is is simply the context in which you're doing these two processes. And at the core of that model is choice. When we detach from the outcomes, we empower choice. And let me show you what I mean by that. Um, I was teaching this model to one of my clients here in my office. And as he realized what his own mind was doing that was causing him misery, anxiety, depression, he said to me, Dr. Paul, I guess I just really need to change how I think. My response to him was, or not. Now, he almost came out of his chair at that point because he's like, well, I want to change how I think. Oh, that's a different matter. If you want to, I'll get behind that all day long. I'll get behind your upgrade. But you don't have to. When we detach from the outcome, we empower choice. He doesn't have to change how he thinks, but he can choose to change how he thinks. This is how detaching from the outcome is so important to our mental health, our personal and professional development. We don't have to anything. But if it's a choice, wouldn't we choose it? Wouldn't we want that in exchange for whatever it is we're doing that's causing our misery? 
That's the power of detaching from the outcome. Let me give you a parenting example too. I teach this in our parent coaching all the time, where parents give their kids two choices and you're okay with either one. You're not attached to the outcome as a parent. Somebody, somebody has to be attached to the outcome. If it's you, it's not your kid. We want to empower their choice and back it up with consequences so that they really can learn that their choices matter. I teach this to kids all the time. Every choice has a consequence. The better my choices, the better my consequences. That's what we want kids to think. If they're all hung up about, well, dad wants me to do this, or mom is insisting that I do that. If someone else is attached to the outcomes, then it's not important for the kid to be attached to the outcomes. Detaching from that outcome puts you in a very powerful position as a parent to empower your children's choices. And so going back to the example, if I give my kid two choices, I'm okay with either one, then they have to decide by choice, which one am I okay with? Uh, An example, Uh, we just had this on one of our coaching calls this morning, where a mom was working on motivating her daughter to do her studies, her schoolwork. And I I asked the mom, well, why should she? Now, it's interesting to ask parents this question because they've got 12, 15, maybe 30 reasons why their kid should do their homework, their studies. The kid might not have one good reason to do the studies. And so what we're doing is tying their choice to their outcomes. And then we we detach from the outcomes as parents. It's okay either way. The way we set it up for this particular mom was, hey, sweetie, 12-year-old daughter, okay? Hey, sweetie, you can do your studies. It's really important to me and your dad that you do your studies, but that's totally up to you. You can do your studies or not. Either way is really fine with us. Okay, now this is blowing daughter away for a moment because mom and dad have always been attached to this outcome. In fact, they're constantly reminding her to do this. It's obvious that they're attached to the outcomes. I challenged this mom on our coaching call too. I said, hey, you're still attached to this. And she's like, I know, I can't help it. We need to give it back to the daughter. And so mom needs to be okay with either way. How we set it up was the consequence would be access to her bedroom is tied to whether she's up to date, complete, current, with her schoolwork, her studies. That was the arrangement. So basically, the daughter has a choice. I can do my homework or not do my homework, meaning schoolwork, okay? I can do my schoolwork or not do my schoolwork. Mom's okay with either way. Now, if I do my schoolwork, my bedroom is unlocked. If I don't do my schoolwork, then my bedroom is locked. And it's just totally her choice now. Mom gets to acknowledge and honor her choice. She's not insisting that she do it a particular way. She is not attached to that outcome. And if mom is smiling, daughter is thinking. That's a good rule of thumb. 
I'm sharing this example with you so that you can see the power, the surprising power of detaching from those outcomes. Let's go to another example, sales. I have in my practice a number of um, associates or people on my team who have sales conversations with people who are considering getting a coaching package or coming in and, and upgrading their membership. I have some high-end coaching packages that I offer, and they're not for everyone. Notice what I just said. They're not for everyone. Now, if I'm going into it thinking I'm very attached to it, and I'm like, this is for everyone, everybody needs this, and I'm attached to that outcome, then it doesn't empower your choice as a potential client. Put yourself in that position. Let's say that you want to work with me privately. And I said, I really, I really want to make this available to everyone. And I'm attached to that outcome as opposed to say, hey, this isn't for everyone. It's pretty expensive. It's high end. It involves a really deep dive and we get to work. It is not for everyone. And I'm not attached to that outcome. I'm not committed to having you buy that. See, that changes the energy of the sales conversation. Try this. If you're in a sales position, try that phrase. Hey, this isn't for everyone. And I don't know if it's for you. See, you're showing that you're detached from that outcome. Somebody needs to be attached to it. If, if you're in sales and you're attached to the sale, Everyone that you're talking to is going to feel that. They will have that energy in the conversation with you. If you can detach from the outcome, what you're doing is empowering their choice. And, and psychologically, it changes the game. Somebody has to be attached to the outcome. If it's you, it's not your client. Let them choose. For themselves, let your children choose for themselves, and then structure the uh, the consequences for those choices. In the case of parenting, now you'll do that in sales too, because if they opt out, then they don't get the beautiful things that you're offering them. If they were to opt in and to purchase whatever it is that you're selling, detaching from the outcomes. You know, my favorite thing about this. Um, is what it actually does to our personal and professional development. When we can detach from the outcomes, we have a much more joyful experience in our life. Let me share just a personal example of that with you too, because if you've read my book, Pathological Positivity, you know that chapter one is lightning strikes. And this is when I went through a bankruptcy. This was the lowest point in my economic life as, a, as an adult human being. And I'd never planned on it. I hadn't signed up for it. It's not like, oh, yeah, let me do that. This isn't the kind of thing that you'd sign up for or get in line for. But it happened. And the thing that, that it did for me is that it detached me from the outcomes when it comes to money and finance. See, before that, I was so emotionally tied into it. It was like, oh, I've really got to have more money in order to be happy, in order to be successful, in order for me to solve these problems that are coming up in my life. I just need more money. It's almost like I had taken money and put it on some kind of a pedestal or um, one of my 
coaching colleagues challenged me a little bit and says, well, you're kind of worshiping money at this point. I'm a spiritual person, and that is not the deity that I choose to worship. And so that was a little disturbing to me. But here's what happened. It detached me from the outcome. As I went through that bankruptcy, I had to do life without it. I had to decide, is it true that happiness is a choice or does it require money in my case? Now, for some people, it's you have to accomplish something or you have to complete something or you have to have a a relationship be of a certain status in order to be happy. I have to have this or that in place, taken care of. That attachment to the outcome makes it very, very elusive and slippery. In, in going through my own detachment from the money, what I learned is, well, I can have it or not have it. That's simply a choice. And that sounds weird to some people. Some people are, well, it's easy for you to say, Dr. Paul, because you're in this position and you've got all this. And No, look, my detachment from the outcome empowered my choice. And if I, if I can have it or not have it, then it simply becomes a choice. If I have to have it, then the desperation for that has me grasping for something that is completely elusive. I've found that that's true in parenting. I've found that that's true in sales and in leadership. I'm trying to share a concept with you here that might take a little while to to wrap your head around. Go get the model that I promised you. Liveonpurposeradio.com forward slash the model. This is where I start by helping you to see that your mind is constantly doing those two processes and it's a choice. I am not here to tell you how to think. I am completely detached from that outcome now. I want you to see that you are thinking and that you have some choice in that thinking. That's how we empower the choice. It's a surprising, powerful paradox. When we realize that detachment from the outcomes is exactly what puts us in position to have the best likelihood of achieving them. Is that weird? Is that a little bit of a paradox? Chew on that. Let me know what you think about that. You've got the information that you need. Let's take this information and go live on purpose. I'll catch you on the next episode. Did you get what you came for? Give yourself the gift of taking real action on what you realized today. Please share this episode with someone you know would value it and leave us a rating too. It's time now to live on purpose. <laughs>